All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the DGA2 podcast. This is still the new golden era. This is episode 10. Man, we're almost done with the season. I'm still your host, Rob Diggy, a.k.a. Rob D, B.K.A. Rob D in the place to be. You already know what it is. Uh, we are going to be talking about Missy Misdemeanor Elliot for this episode uh, during this particular um, season. We're going down to the last portion of the season and really talk about some impactful artists. Last week was Busta Rhymes. This week is Missy Elliott. And one of the things that are synonymous with both of these artists is their creativity. She is the queen of hip-hop creativity. I've never seen another female MC uh, have done what Missy has done visually, uh, what any of the projects. No one, literally you all, no one has done what she has done visually. And we're going to talk about that here in this episode. But... My special guest that I have today is not a stranger to the podcast. She's been on here uh, once before. This is her first appearance in season three. She closed out season two uh, with us and my brother closing out things with Tribe Called Quest. So she is back yet again to talk about Missy Elliott. Um, she is grinding. When I tell you all Samantha Lavelle, and I told you all about six months ago, that's a name you don't want to forget because she's coming and now she's here. She is doing a 3D podcast. If you all have not checked that, tap into that. She's part of a huge media conglomerate, uh, which is Certified Network. I think it's believe what it's called. I hope Sam is not her head. Certified Nation. Okay, Certified Nation. She's like, no, that's not it. Certified Nation is what the conglomerate is called. She got her hands in that. She's doing articles for any artist. I mean, she is literally everywhere. So I told you all she was coming six months ago, and now she has a ride. She's going to continue to strive and move forward. And she is my special guest for today. So without further ado, I'm going to bring her in. Uh, Sam, what's good? What's happening? Talk to the people. And uh, how are you doing today? Happy early Mother's Day, too, to you, Mama. What's good? Oh, thank you so much. Proud proud to be here. Just, you know, feeling good. You know, it's a beautiful Saturday. And, you know, just the way the movement is going, this is a beautiful thing got going on here. You know? Word, word. Well, I appreciate you coming back, uh, showing uh, your <clears throat> expertise in hip-hop uh, one more time for the audience. And... Of course, shout out to uh, OG Tech. OG Tech will be on next week for Outcast. So it's all one scene, one mission. So showing love to OG Tech and his movement. And, and Sam did an interview with OG Tech, you guys. So uh, definitely going to have that plugged in for you all to check that out. Um, a great interview with lots of energy. Lots, talked about lots of different things and topics within our community entertainment and just, uh, just being a black person in America. Talked a lot about that. Uh, but... Without further ado, we're going to jump into this interview about Missy Elliott. Now, one of the things that I realized as I was doing my studies for this episode is Missy is one of the most celebrated and awarded hip-hop MCs of all time. She has over 100. Let me say it one more time. She has over 100 different awards. So, no, I'm not going to read off all 100 awards that she has for the sake of time. But I'll tell you all, she is wildly, wildly celebrated. But some of the bigger ones that I want to uh, get off of this episode is, okay... Oh, man, it's, it's a laundry list, y'all, so hold on a sec. So two uh, American Music Awards, six BT Awards, two-time uh, hip-hop, BT hip-hop awards, two Billboard Awards, four Grammys, eight VMAs, one Image Award, three-time Soul Train Awards, two-time Lady of Soul Awards, two-time Hip-Hop Honors Awards. She's the only female MC to receive the VMA for the Michael Jackson Video Vanguard Award, the only female MC to do that. 
She's the queen of hip hop creativity. And one of the other things I came across, Sam, last week was on in 2020, Billboard created a list of the 100 most influential artists of our entire lifetime. And Missy is number five on that list, number five of 100. So she is just a juggernaut. Um, and I, I'm telling you all, when you think about creativity and think about hip hop, those two words are synonymous with Missy Misdemeanor Elliott, and I am so happy to talk about her. Uh, the two albums that she dropped in the time period of the new golden era is the one that I'm wearing today. The Super Duper Fly came out in July of 97, so we already know what it is. Busta Rhymes starts the album. Busta Rhymes ends the album. Then you got Hit Him With The He, Socket To Me, The Rain, Beat Me 911, They Don't Want To Fuck With Me, Pass The Blunt, um, all those great songs on there. And then a couple of years later, in June 99, she uh, came up with The Real World, which was uh, Beat Biters, All In My Grill, Dangerous Mouths with Red Man, which was a dope joint, Hot Boys, a Hot Boys remix with Nas and Eve, uh, which was actually number one on the charts for a long time, actually. Uh, Sticking Chickens, which is with uh, Baby Girl, Aaliyah, and the Brat. Uh, the video that I like, she's a bitch when she got the bald head and she's got like the, the whole crazy visuals. Um, and then the other one I like is you can't re you can't reset, which was a juvenile and BG. So all of those things happen within this these five years of hip hop. And the other thing I want to mention to the audience is if you were not around in the late part of the 90s for Missy um, as she was coming up through the entertainment business, she would probably. Uh, I know there's a lot of MCs that I've talked about were the most anticipated, you know, Nas, Snoop Dogg, you know, but Missy, you guys, her album dropped in 97. I don't know if you all remember 1996. So those of you who are old enough to remember, you know, <laughs> excuse my age a little bit, but <laughs> I was around in 96 and Missy was everywhere in 96 before she even dropped an album. So I wanted to showcase that a little bit too. Because before she even dropped her album, she was on Things You Do, uh, the remix with Gina Thompson. Uh, she was on Stilo with 702. She was on uh, Cold Rock the Party with MC Light. She was on the Can We Joint with SWV. She was on Not Tonight with Little Kim. And she was on You Don't Have to Worry remix, which was that new edition joint. She was on that remix too. And this was in 1996. So she is... To me, I would consider Missy probably the most anticipated MC to ever come out. Not to count all the work she did prior to all that, which me and Sam have a conversation about before all this with Jodeci and all that stuff, all the other albums that her and Timbaland were working on. Her and Timbaland are high school friends from Portsmouth, Virginia. Uh, it's just, man. So let me let me, let me me stop talking and let the lady uh, of the program get on here a little bit because I'm just so excited to talk about Missy. I love Missy Elliott, yo. Like, she's just so creative. Uh, but I'm going to pass the mic over to Sam. Sam, once again, good afternoon. And when you think about Missy Elliott, what is her impact on hip-hop? Oh, man. Her, her, you know, her impact, you know, she's someone, you know, this is a woman, number one, you know, and her impact was her lyrical content, her creativity, you know, she was showing, you can keep your clothes on, you don't have to be the most glamorous, you can just come with it, you know, she just has such a creative mind down from her writing, her production. The woman even dances, I mean, she's literally a female jack of all trades. I mean, she embodies hip hop and a creativity. I mean, she's like a, a revolutionary because she's come up with some things that have never come out before. So my hat's off to Miss Missy Elliott, man. No question. I mean, <laughs> when you think about her visuals, now we're talking about in the late 90s, 
Uh, but we when I first saw Missy's video, I can't stop the rain. I was like, who like a a, a garbage bag? Like <laughs> I was like, what the hell? Like who would even think? Who would even think about that stuff? Missy, Missy is just mm -hmm. she's just so left field. And then I love like um, I was watching a lot of the the videos uh, throughout the week. You know, beat me nine one one when she's got like the the like kind of like the the dolls kind of sort of with the little yeah. things on their arm. Like who would mm -hmm. think of that? And then you you know you watch uh, Sokka to me with the kind of like the the Mega Man video. The, we're going back yeah. to the Mega Man uh, carts uh, video game, and I'm just like yo. And then she got little little Kim in the video too, and she's just so creative, man. And what she's done for hip hop is unmatched. So when you think about that, Sam and her creativity one of the things you touched on that i want to hit on is her being a strong black woman she wasn't showing off her body um and not a lot of mcs not a lot of female mm -hmm. mcs were really doing that in the 90s or late night except for little kim to me little mm -hmm. kim was the only or foxy brown maybe right but that that part of hip-hop really didn't kind of kick off until later but she kept all her clothes on she was creative and i want to know what does that mean to you as a lady in the industry you know to, to mm -hmm. be uh, creative genius and not have to show your skin and all that. You know, how, how does that resonate with you um, in your industry also? How's that work with you? you know, yeah, you know, that meant a lot to me because when that came out, when that, you know, the rain, when that super duper fly came out, I was like 16 years old. And, you know, most teenage, you know, girls, they're impressionable, you know? So she came out with that. I'm like, like you said, this woman here is in a garbage bag, but she all twisting and turning like she was almost rocking the bag. Like, you know, I'm on the runway with this. This is me, you know, and then I appreciate it. You know, she tapped into the old school. You know, she used that and people sample for that. Yep. That yep. can't stand the rain. I'm like, wow. You know, I've just never seen nothing like that before. Like the garbage bag. It just resonated with me, you know, because she was OK with being creative, yep. doing things that have never been done before. Like I said before, she wasn't trying to be glammed up. She was just creative with it. So it was showing that, you know what, you can come out there, do what you want to do, tap into your creative self and just yep. run with it. So it means a lot to me, even to this day. Absolutely. And to go along to your point, you know, to the to the young black girls um, that resonate with Missy, you know, Missy was not a supermodel. You know, Missy was a plus size woman, but it didn't matter. It didn't, to me, it didn't matter. She could rock it. She was a dark skinned sister. And everybody knows that, you know, colorism is real in the black community. Let's just put it out there. It's real. Um, but, you know, back in the day when I was even growing up, you know, being a dark skinned cat, <laughs> we got looked over, man. Light skinned dudes was in back in the day, man. Let's just call it what it is. I'll be sure. I'll be sure. Like, brothers like I'll be sure was killing brothers like me back in the day. But she a dark skinned sister, a, a plus size woman and didn't care like all of that. Like, and, that, and I think that's so beautiful because there's other young black girls that can look at Missy and see what she's accomplished and not have to compromise who they are. It's, it's absolutely just genius and genius with the music. So I want to talk about the production side of the house uh, with Timbaland. Timbaland was making some beats and you would be like, what in the like where did that come from? So, Sam, let's talk about the musicality, um, the 
the the sound of Missy's music, you know, even though her and Timbaland were partners in crime and making music, but Timbaland would make us some beats that you would be like, like a double time kind of beats and just just trailblazing. And I think it's still, mm -hmm. you could rock a lot of that music today. So on the production side of the house, the musicality of it, what is your impression of that with Timbaland backing Missy with those beats to go along with her creativity? Oh my God. Like, you know, when I first kind of touched in with Timbaland, you know, one of the ones was that Aaliyah, that one in a mm. million. So when that first came on, I'm sitting back like, and rest in peace to Aaliyah, by the way. That's why I had Absolutely. to get on Aaliyah-esque because, you Aaliyah know, her and Missy, were best, too, her and, uh, Missy were, were best friends and everything. So I had, you know, I had to represent for that, you know, Word. but that video came out there and it, when it first come on you got Aaliyah, you know on the hood of the car you got you know timbaland and missy just kind of sitting there in the car and then you know it starts to come on and i'm like what kind of beat is this i've never heard anything like it it was definitely futuristic i mean just how like the melodies and it was just different it was almost you had the cartoonish stuff kind of in it and it was it, like almost like a, a video game. He had a mix of all of this stuff. I'm like, where did this come from? But I love it. Can we keep doing it? So that that helped, I think, pave the way for Aaliyah. It helped her move up another level. Absolutely. And then it made people interested in like, okay, who are these two people in the hood of the, sitting in this car? <laughs> like we need to tap in with them, you know? Yeah. So yeah, Definitely. not to, to mention, not to mention the, the gentleman that shot a lot of those videos, Hype Williams. So shout out to Hype Williams as yes. well, too, uh, with coming up with and seeing Missy's uh, visions and, and making them come to life. So I know Hype doesn't get a lot of credit for that, but Hype Williams definitely deserves a lot of credit with the visuals, um, being behind the scenes, making a lot of those, those, those ideas come to life. So shout out to Hype Williams for sure. And that man definitely deserves his flowers, his impact mm -hmm. on hip hop uh, videos when videos were important back in the day. Right. Not as much so nowadays but you know when you're talking about a, a visual video i talked about this a little while ago sam and i want to get your mm -hmm. opinion about this um so being that missy was such ahead of her time with visuals what is it like for artists today why don't we see a lot of creativity in music videos today why do you why do you think that is well what, what happened where's the fall off with creativity with music videos I think the fall off is, you know, social media back then, you know, you got to remember back in, you know, 96, 97, around that time, we didn't have all that social media. So you kind of had no choice to be creative. You had to rely on the television programming and the word of mouth. Now it's like you can get on the social media now and just talk or just sit there on your phone and do kind of a mock video. So Social media, it can be great to get your numbers up, but the, at the same time, I think you lose a bit of that hunger and creativity because I think they had to work a lot harder for it back then because you had to rely on the television. Now, most of us don't even have cable anymore. Where, where we go? So we go right to our streaming. Mm -hmm. We get up the social media and we're like, okay, people do their little 30 second reels and that's about it. So I think that's, I think technology, I think it was really kind of a downer in the create, you know, um, keeping artists as creative as they used to be. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if that's a um, it could be good, good or bad thing, depending upon which side of the yeah. game you look at it. I, I definitely here's what I will say though: it definitely is mm -hmm. a lot easier for artists to get noticed now than it was back then. So we're talking about Missy Elliott, who had all these crazy ideas, and you know, not to mention Sam, um, all the doors that got shut her face along her way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like along her way, 
a lot of doors were shut in her face. She got, um, you know, all these deals and offers. And they were like, no, nah, you're plus side black woman. Nah, we're going to go another route. So, I mean, what we don't, what we talk about is all her successes, but we don't talk about a lot of the, the failures in that too. Yeah. So all of the opportunities that people, pat, like you mentioned, people passed up on Timbaland and Missy back in the day because they were like, nah, we're not going to mess with that. That's, that's, that's too, that's not hip hop. And that's not what we want right now. We're still in this kind of boom bap era. And they, they literally kicked in the door without the use of social media and got it through there. I think nowadays, mm -hmm. um, you know, to your point, with, with social media and everybody having one of these, which is a cell phone, you got yep. one of these, you know, you can create your own video, you can make your own following, you can do everything from scratch. So there are some advantages, uh, mm -hmm. but the disadvantages, to your point, is I think the hunger. I think this different set of hunger when you can get it done on your own, which is, like I said, not a bad thing. Mm -hmm. Back then, we didn't have all that. We did not have all nope. the technology. I mean, I remember when it was there, I was talking about this to the queen the other day. Shout out to the queen, Jess, uh, who would make all these things possible behind the scenes for me. We were talking about dial-up mm -hmm. service. You know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yep. And you know, if your phone rang, it was a wrap on that, you know, so. <laughs> I'm talking about dial-up, 96, 97, we had dial-up service, y'all. I'm talking about we have uh, internet on our phones and, nope. like, we have all that. So, nope. I mean, like, just to, for them to be so creative, for them to make a staple on hip-hop. And I remember they were talking about, you know, Timbaland don't make real hip-hop music. And they had a conglomerate. So, you mentioned uh, mm -hmm. Aaliyah. They had Genuine. They had Timbaland yes. and Magoo. Um, 702, like they had their little crew, you know what I mean? And it was great to see how they did Aaliyah's project. Aaliyah's project, y'all, if you don't go back to listen to One in a Million, go back and listen to that project. You will hear Missy and Timbaland all over that album. They just mm -hmm. literally just bodied that album, literally bodied that album. So go back and take a listen to that for sure. And then we have Super Duper Fly, and then we had uh, In the Real World in 99. And uh, one of the things that I remember about the real world, I'm gonna get your opinion about this also, mm -hmm. Sam, is I think that Missy, once she got noticed a little bit more, the creativity even more expanded, even even mm -hmm. more so. So I'm going to talk about The Real World, that album, and then the following year, or I think a couple of years later in 99, uh, when she got into the Hot Boys, the Hot Boys remix. I mean, talk, mm -hmm. about, talk about some of your memories with The Real World album, or what are some of the things that you can resonate with that particular project? Okay, what? Well think what what was impressive with that you know she still puts the people who were on the first album yep. onto that album you had yep. little kim speaking you know into that album yep. you know kind of having her little skits then you know she twisted it around on us brought eminem on it yep. had eminem rapping and then she goes right after him so you know and we know eminem is a beast you know much yep. respect to eminem she's saying look I can rock right with Eminem. It's not, you know, it's not a problem. I can do this. Yep. And then like you were saying, she had BG and Juvenile. So mm -hmm. it was almost like, okay, she was showing love to Down South as well. You know, so she was really, I think it was a, a, definite, a definite like mix of musical genres going on with yeah. that particular album. And then, mm -hmm. you know, uh, to, to, to make it so bad, I'm talking about Missy now, but mm -hmm. I would love, I don't know if I can pull this off. I have to see, Sam, if I could pull off another episode about Missy in the 2000s. Because in the 2000s, yes. like, <laughs> she really catapulted into the 2000s. I mean, mm -hmm. like, get your freak on and mm -hmm. all up in my grip. I mean, like, she really took off in the 2000s. But unfortunately, we're talking about Missy now. I think she was the most impactful in the late 90s. So I had to mm -hmm. do an episode on Missy. But not only because of her 
creativity, but because she did it her way. I think that's that's one of the things I want to mention about for anybody that is an uh, an artist or any kind of uh, entertainment biz, do it your way. I know there's going to be people that's going to doubt you. People are going to say what they're going to say, but do it your way. Forget all the haysayers and all that stuff and stay true to yourself. And that's what Missy did. And she literally kicked down doors uh, for all female MCs that look like her and look like us. You know what I mean? And, and literally mm -hmm. just did it her way. But Sam, I'm going to let you have the final thoughts on this. So one of the things that I always like to tell my guests uh, about a particular artist that we um, showcase on these episodes is when it comes to Missy, let's say that you came across somebody that has never, ever heard of Missy Elliott. What song do you play for them and why? Where do you start their journey off? Okay, well, we're going to start right at the rain. Super duper fly. <laughs> we have to start off with that. That was, you know, amazing beat, amazing sample. Like we keep going back onto that that video. That was dope. Um, also that that beat me nine one one. If you're kind of looking for that sexy kind of moment, because you know we didn't touch on Missy's a singer too. Yeah. That woman can sing, yep. she can blow. So she was showing her pipes. So I think a combination of those two joints right there, yeah. that says it all. That shows like all of her versatility in two songs right there. You can't go yeah. wrong with that. I would agree. I would agree. Um, I would even throw Sakatumi on there as well yeah. too. Um, but I mean, like, so like we already mentioned this, she did so much stuff before that though. Like all the work she did with Aaliyah, all the work she did with mm -hmm. Genuine, like Pony produced by Timbaland. Like, you know what I mean? Like, come on now. Like a lot of folks owe those cats, uh, their flowers. And, I, and what I am happy about Sam is that, you know, Missy is the only one to receive the Michael, uh, Jackson video Vanguard award as a female MC. So she has received her flowers. Uh, we know how much of an impact she is. And as you pointed earlier out, before we start taping, Missy's going to be 50 years old this year, you guys. Yes. It's beautiful um, to have her still with us in hip-hop because if we have so many of our, our our giants just, you know, leaving us left and right. But it's so good to see Missy active on social media as well, too. So hopefully, mm -hmm. Missy, if you see this episode, we are huge fans. So glad to have you here still with us and still rocking the culture of hip-hop, keeping it alive. So uh, it's, it's, it's been great. But Sam, we got to start wrapping things up. So glad to have you with me this afternoon. But uh, the way we have been wrapping things up in mm -hmm. season three is paying homage to the late, great George Floyd and the memory of George Floyd. So if you would join me, Sam, in a nine-second mm -hmm. moment of silence of George Floyd, and then we'll jump into the shout-out portion. So if you could join me, please. Amen. Amen to George Amen. Floyd. Amen to everyone that we have lost through the social injustice. Let his soul continue to rest in peace. Uh, but the lady in the house, the floor is yours. Who are your shout outs going to, Sam? You know how this works. It's your second appearance on the DGA2 platform. So glad to have you with us. Uh, I forgot to mention this also, you guys. Sam is an extension of our one team, one mission. So shout out to OG Tech for creating such a extraordinary platform for us to network. And I did not, I wouldn't have not had the chance to meet Sam if it wasn't for OG text, I want to get it out there first before Sam goes, but Sam, the floor is yours. Who are your shout outs going to this week, mama? 
Oh, well, I definitely got a shout out to you and the queen. You know, you both are great, phenomenal people who are, you know, doing your thing, you know, in this whole movement and in this independent artist movement, also showing that, you know, people in our generation, we right. can tap into the, the the older music and the new music. You know, but we're, we're at that perfect age. We're the middle you know? child. We're the middle we're, child, yeah. <laughs> we're the middle children, so we got it all. So, you know, definitely shout out to you all. Thank you. Um, Oh, no problem. OG Tech the Don, like you said, you know, he's been doing this for a very long time. About time he got his flowers, people slept on him. But you know what? We're bringing everybody together, coming full circle and that one team, one mission. I definitely got to shout out the Certified Nation Entertainment crew, you know, so many of us in there, you know, definitely, you know, City the Great, the CEO, you know, he had a dream of bringing people together, making it an honest company, no shady deals or whatever, just, you know, bringing artists education out there, supporting independent artists. So shout out to him. Uh, Just shout out to everybody who's just been rocking with us and supporting it, you know, many independent artists out there. There are so many I would name. We'd be on here all day, but y'all know who you are. If you all have been on any of my social media, you know, I love you and, you know, definitely have your back and I'm not sleeping. You know, this is a, you know, I'll sleep later on (laughs) right now. You know, I'm just grinding hard, you know, for this movement. It means a lot. Means a lot to me as well. And the queen. So shout out to you, Sam. And shout out to everything that you do. You do so much. And I knew you. And one of the things I'm going to tell everybody is uh, when she was on the Tribe Call Quest episode, you all can go back and watch that. I knew she was coming. I knew she had something special then. But I had no idea six months later that she was going to be what she is now and what she's getting ready to do even more. So shout out to you, Sam. You are a queen in this industry. Thank you so much uh, for being the voice for the voiceless when it comes to independent artists. If you're an independent artist and you're watching me right now, tap in with Samantha Lavelle. I don't care how you do it. She's easy to find. She's on social media. Uh, She will engage with you when she has the time. If you just send her a DM, she will get back to you when she has the time because she's so busy. She will never shut the door in your face, uh, but she will give it to you honest. She'll give it to you straight. And if you're even thinking about being a a rapper, a singer, or any kind of influencer, just just tap in. It's all about tapping in um, and tapping with her. She is completely genuine, and I love to have conversations with Sam and me and OG Tech and Hash. Shout out to all of our team. Uh, so definitely shout out to them fellas. Shout out to my family. Shout out to all the mothers out there. I know it's going to be past Mother's Day, but happy Mother's Day to all the moms uh, that are watching. Shout out to my mom. Uh, mom, I love you. Happy Mother's Day. My mom watches every single week. So shout out to you, mom, mm-hmm. and critiques me like, oh, Rob, you should have did this. You should did that. I'm like, hey, mom, like, okay, I got it. I got it. <laughs> shout out to moms and shout out to my family um, and shout out to all of our future graduates coming up. A lot of the graduation season coming mm-hmm. up. So lots of graduations that are starting coming around this season. And uh, congrats to all the class of 2021 is getting ready to step across the stage here in the next couple of weeks. So uh, extraordinary things going on um, across uh, our United States. So that's all the time that we have for this week. Now, next week, I need you all to tap in. Next week, we're talking about the iconic outcast. And that's going to be very personal to me because I am from the city of Atlanta, Georgia. So I cannot wait to talk about Outcast next week. I'm going to have OG Tech the Don uh, to come on board with me. So if you're a fan of OG Tech, this is going to be an episode you do not want to miss to talk about uh, the iconic Outcast. I'm sorry. So that's what we talk about next week. But that's all that we have for today. So I bid you all adieu. So shout out to all of our followers, supporters, and fans. Shout out to Sam Lavelle. Shout out to Certified Nation Entertainment Network and Gone.
conglomerate, uh, her 3D podcast group, and of course, and as always, shout out to hip hop, hip hop music, hip hop culture. All right, see you guys next week. All right, one double zero. Peace.